it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, vocnation.com. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Salzman. You're in the room with Brady Hicks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're live. We're on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, we are streaming on VOCNation.com. And so excited for the first time ever. You guys can check us out on the VOC Nation YouTube account as well. Uh, you can just go to VOCNation.com and click on the little videos tab, and we'll be right up there. Uh, we're not live on YouTube, but we will be going up over the next 24 hours or so. So be sure to check that out. Brady Hicks. Uh, just to my right, well, that way, uh, laying down it appears, at least from my vantage point, Stro Maestro. What, what's going on, Stro? Oh, man, you woke me up. <laughs> I'm thinking that, but hey, Dylan, great to be here. <laughs> good, good. You get, you get, <laughs> a, a rush of adrenaline. Uh, the lovely Kathy Fitz. I usually lead off with you, Kathy. I, I don't know what I was thinking. What's going on tonight, Kathy Fitz? Not much, Brady. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Now Stroh's upside down. This world is getting crazier as we go. <laughs> Am I still upside down? Yeah, this is awesome. Okay, let me... Re- Not for me. Let me reverse <laughs> Not for Kathy. Oh, and uh, also, that's it. That's it. Now you're no longer sideways, uh-huh. Stroh. <laughs> yes. We I love the gimmick. That's great. We, we are fixers right there. Uh, and also joining us, the one and only maniac, Matt Grimm. What's going on, Matt? Hey, this is what I do. I'm a joiner. I'm a complete, total joiner, follower, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Some might call me conjoin. I, you know, I, I don't even... I'm kidding. Of course, <laughs> no, I'm, I don't know where we're going with It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm not attached to anything <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> i got to be real careful because I forgot to close the... Uh, the studio door there, so anybody can hear what I'm saying right now. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to get in touch with us here. 
<laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have some fun tonight, guys. We are. You know, I was trying to think of, like, what we could talk about. Like, what would be different? Like, Stro, every week on WCW Retro, you come up with these cool ideas. You know, like, funniest moments, best bloopers, best finishers, all, all this awesome stuff. And I'm like, we got to do something. You know, I, I don't have a guest. We got to come up with something. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks, Kathy. It just, oh it just, it just hit me like that. It hit me. I realized that we need to do a show on the most disappointing wrestling moments of our lives. Something you were so amped up about that just fell so short. I think it would be a great idea, and I definitely want to talk oh, about God. that tonight. There goes the uh, podcast. <laughs> 914-338-1885 is the number to get in touch with us here tonight. And, and I hope the fact that you're seeing our faces for the first time doesn't really kind of affect that. But uh, <laughs> doesn't affect hmm. how you look at us, at least. Oh, man. Um, by the way, I, I, I really dug Randy Orton's mask. He uh, <laughs> kind of reminded me of Mr. Wrestling, like a Mr. Wrestling meets Kane, I guess you'd say. I thought he was joining the Lucha House Party there for a second in December. <laughs> it was definitely something, yeah, and, and I dug it. I, I really did dig it. So we should, we should, we should make fun of his mask tonight, Matt. I think that would be a good time. Uh, it, uh, he's turning into Cody <laughs> Rhodes Part Two. Did Cody have a mask? Like, yeah, like remember, like so, like they burned his face with acid, and then like, he started wearing like this, this. That's when he went from being like, a right. pretty boy to like this, yeah, like this, like this Doctor Doom type character, <laughs> like right. all, all thinking he's like, like hey, oh, I love Doctor Doom, man. Oh my god, did, yeah. did he wear like a paper bag or something? <laughs> he was handing out paper bags when he was handsome, like he that was like was with it. eye holes cut that out in them. That was and horrible. It was, it was, it was, it, I thought that was actually kind of funny, <laughs> but if he was going to do that. He should have been the, un, the the whole unknown comic gimmick that been from the Gong Show. That's been great. Uh-huh. In any event, uh, nothing hey, about Chucky Randy. Baby. <laughs> In any event, uh, nothing about Randy Orton is um is funny. Nothing. He's not a funny guy at all. Uh, and on top of that, uh, I was really kind of surprised to hear Matt. I I don't even know if people realize this. But Randy Orton is the bad guy in this feud. The bad guy literally got fire blown in his face by the good guy, by the, by, by Alexa, by, by Bray Wyatt. It, does that make any sense whatsoever? No. I feel like you want me to elaborate, but what else do you want me to say? Like, no, like, like, I mean, like they've got stupid. the roles reversed here. It's stupid. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand what, it. What I, I don't. What luchador name would you name Randy? That'd be fun to uh, figure out. No poop in a bago. I don't know. How do you say How do you say How do you say legend killer in Spanish? <laughs> El psycho. <laughs> El psycho. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What was Alberto de Rio when he was uh, masked? He was, um, I'm drawing a blank. I shouldn't. When oh, he was masked? Uh, Alpa, Al... uh, no, that was in Lucha Underground, right? That he was Alberto Al, Al Patron? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was toward the end, yeah. Yeah. 
In any event, in any event, uh, Randy Orton looks weird with a mask. Uh, how bad could his, could his burns be if his nose is exposed? And I just find it hard to believe that he's, a, he's a, the, the bad guy in this feud. I, I just kind of assumed it was a class heel versus heel feud. Like, you don't get that often. <laughs> right. Red because Hart's leaving the company and you've got to do something in an emergency. Uh, uh, now I have to rename uh, his finish. Uh, uh, Alvera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, that was bad. <laughs> uh, oh man so anyway so uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to uh, get in touch with us here tonight it is really kind of weird to look at your faces while we do this I, I gotta <laughs> say <laughs> I hope people get something out of it I, you're the Wayne world I should have <laughs> gotten like my little Alexa Bliss action figure out you know do, do something fun for everybody but have her change clothes like Monday night <laughs> yeah, yeah. During a commercial break, where it was so obvious that there was no supernatural powers at work, like they just took a a commercial break so she could get changed real quick. Uh, <laughs> terrible, 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 uh, terrible. And then have an Oscar be afraid of her. <laughs> uh, 914-338-1885 is the number. To get in touch with us here tonight, uh, once again, right now the phone lines are actually wide open, so anybody that calls in, I promise uh, we can get you right on. Um, but, but I did, in, in all seriousness, like I mentioned, the whole wrestling disappointment thing. And, like, you know, everybody's had those letdowns, you know, like where you're really looking forward to something, and it just absolutely fails to deliver, whether it's, like, the quality wasn't what you thought it was going to be, or um, maybe just like the angle didn't pan out the way you thought, or, or you thought somebody was going to get a, a really great win and they didn't. Uh, like, for example, for what comes to mind for me, Matt, uh, WrestleMania 7. I was very disappointed to see Randy Savage walk away from WWF win that retirement match. And I know it didn't last. It lasted about like 10 months. Yeah. But it was very sad for me, you know? It was just like, it was something that like, you know, and... and I don't know that you can really be disappointed by the things that they present on TV today because it's, it's hard to take it very seriously. But, I mean, to me, that's a perfect example of something where, like, you don't want to see it happen, and then, by God, it happens, you know? Yep. So, so anyway, uh, so that, that was my idea for tonight uh, to uh, – to, to talk about that um, and to certainly get your ideas as far as that goes. I'm pulling double duty here, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get used to everything here. Uh, let's, let's go to the phones. And uh, we're going we're gonna to bring on uh, Granny. Granny Hulkster's up first. And, hello. Uh, hello. Granny, sorry, if I call her, you so to be the British I'm... lady. Granny, could I hire Say you what? to be the new British lady on Blog Talk? She's so much better. Well, I, I I don't have a I mean I don't have much of a British accent, but I could fake it maybe. I don't. Yeah, know. you don't need it. No, but you say things like like you call horror, you call it horror, and like things like that. I think are like it just it makes it sound so much better. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you gotta remember, Brady. Yeah, I know. You gotta remember, I'm not originally from Arkansas, so I don't have that Arkansas. 
Yes, I'm a Kansas girl, so I, I I I don't have that Arkansas <laughs> twang, you know, about me, you know. I know, but when you're talking for a I, month I, and I'm a half not, about I'm the not extreme like, you know, because see, I worked at a t-shirt shop when I lived over in Eureka. When I lived over by Eureka Springs, you know, which is like a little tourist town, they call Eureka, Eureka Springs. Eureka yeah. Springs, they call it like the little Switzerland of the Ozarks because of like the little downtown area, like the buildings, you know, it's kind of like Switzerland, you know. So they call uh-huh, it the little uh-huh. Switzerland of the Ozarks. And they had a okay. T-shirt and a T-shirt shop. It had Sylvester the Cat. Too, that's good. You know, <laughs> Sylvester the Cat on it. And... Yeah. You know how he always says oh, yeah. sucker and succotash. Oh, well, on the on the on the T-shirt, it would say Arkansas, like T H A W instead of Arkansas. It'd be like Arkansas. <laughs> I don't have that, that is Arkansas funny. twang. <laughs> so, so what are we talking well, about tonight? Like, I mean, I missed the beginning you, of the show. So you were you were talking about something, and and I. Well, we were talking about disappointments. We were talking about disappointments. We talked about a lot of stuff, and most of it doesn't mean a, a lick of anything. But uh, I, I was talking mm-hmm. about disappointments tonight, uh, things that you're really psyched for that just fell totally flat. For example, uh, when I hear about Extreme Rules, ex- uh, what was it, Extreme Rules Horror Show for mm-hmm. six weeks, and then I tune in and it's nothing like what I expect, you know? That's a disappointment. I'm kidding, of course. I, it wasn't... I, oh, yeah, I didn't I really expect a horror show. I expected a horror show. Um, and in a lot of ways, it was a horror show. But, yeah, we were talking about disappointments tonight, Granny. Well, have you ever been really disappointed a, I, by something? Oh, yeah. I mean, lots of times. But, you know, that's <laughs> either here nor there. I mean, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have. Me, I'm sure. Well, I, I was kind of like, <laughs> well, it was like Sunday. I had a little disappointment when Patrick Mahomes got hurt during the Chiefs-Cleveland Browns game, and they had to take him out in the third quarter. But when Kansas City came back and ended up winning it, and well, see, they thought he had a concussion, but because he had like a neck trauma or something, right? Yeah, he's got a tweaked pinch, like a pinched nerve in his neck from the where the guy grabbed his neck when he pulled him down. Yeah, but you know, I got happy when. I got happy when Kansas City ended up coming back and winning. So, got you know, prayers for Patrick and prayers for the Kansas City Chiefs. But if he gets the cleared by the doctor, he may be able to play Sunday against Buffalo. So, um, we're hoping. Well, hopefully. So, hopefully. I'm I, I think he'll play. I think so, he'll play. But yeah, and if I he mean, doesn't, then Buffalo is going I, to the Super Bowl, baby. No, I hope not. Well, if uh, I oh. think Green, I think Green Bay, I think Green Bay is going to come back and beat Tampa Bay. I, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be able to beat Green Bay, but you know, I don't know. We'll see. God, I hope you're right. God, I hope you're right. We'll see. But you know, I mean, yeah, I've had my dis- my share of disappointments in my life over you know over a lifetime. I mean, I've had a lot of disappointments. How about in wrestling? You know, Anything things. in wrestling really disappoint you? I, I'll give you another example. One that really hit me, Matt. Uh, when Ric Flair came into the WWF. I wanted that Hogan versus Flair match. Yeah. So badly. And they, they did like a house show with it. They promised it for WrestleMania. They teased it at the Royal Rumble. And then nothing. Not a thing. <clears throat> and that was a match that I think like as a, as a reader of PWI and somebody that had been following it for so long, like that was like 
the dream match for me as a kid. And I didn't get to see it how'd really that, until WCW. How'd that make you feel? Kind of not great, because I think Vince might have booked it a little bit better. That's yeah. my opinion. Like, I felt like when yeah, I went into WCW... I, I understand where they're coming from, but I felt like when Hogan went into WCW, they basically fed Flair to the Wolves. Yeah, because he was clearly, I mean, it was obvious watching television that he was no longer important in the in the way that he had been yeah. historically leading up to that. I mean, he went by, like, he went from, like, defeating Vader, who, like, was untouchable, to, like, I don't know. The MWO beating up the I, I four horsemen like, every week. But King Kong, King Kong Bundy gave Hulk Hogan more of a fight. Yeah. Honestly, Kevin Sullivan did too. Yeah. Stro, you're t- Stro, you're too nice. You're just like sitting back, and I know. <laughs> 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 that's why everybody loves uh, you and everybody hates me. But that, but that's the truth, though. It, it it was something that I was really disappointed by the booking of that entire thing. And they had it right there, right? Everything right in front of them. I know. But you think of it. It's the two biggest stars of the 80s. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I was happy. Like, they did Savage and Flair. I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. But it just made me wonder what could have been with Hogan even more because of how great the Savage feud was. Not to heart. But that was a disappointment, Granny. Well, you know, you talk about... I mean, I didn't get to make it to this CWA show down in Hot Springs, but Rick Flair was supposed to be there with J.J. Dillon. Uh-huh. And um, anyways, um, at the last minute, Flair, I, I, I don't even remember the reason why Flair didn't make it. but So people, instead of being halfway understanding, I mean, they were being such jerks about it that, you know, they were refunding their money, you know, for the meet and greet to meet Flair and everything, you know, and they ended up bringing Lex Luger in for the, for the, mm-hmm. you know, the show. And like I said, I didn't get to make it to that show, but <clears throat> that's the only CWA show I never got to make it at. But I mean, and right now they're not running obviously because of COVID and I don't know if they're ever going to be doing any more shows now that Matt's retiring from wrestling. But anyways, um, I was, I wasn't so much disappointed that I didn't get to go. I mean, I was kind of disappointed I didn't get to go, but I was disappointed in the way the people were acting. You know, I mean, you know, that's why, you know, you have on the road, you know, car to substitute change, you know, because sometimes, you know, things happen. I mean, it's just the way it is. Things happen. I mean, it's kind of like we were at a show yeah, and Jerry Lawler and Alan Steele, and Alan Steele couldn't make it because of the weather, you know, and everything. But but they were just, these people were being vicious. I mean, they were being rude. They were just, like, out for, I mean, they they were acting really stupid. They were, I mean, they were just totally just out of control. I hear you. I mean, you know. And things happen. I mean, you know, I don't, and I don't even remember the reason why. I think it was because he was sick, or he came down sick with the flu, or something, you know. And just people just got really irate about it. 
And they mm-hmm. were like, okay, we're just not going to, we're not going to do any more shows. And it was like, I mean, they did do a few more shows after that, but it was like there for a while, they were just saying, well, you know, we're just not going to do any more shows. If you all are going to act this way, we're just not going to do any more shows. Yeah. And, but, you know, people don't need to, I guess I try to be nice to people and sometimes, you know, I try to help people and sometimes it's come back to bite me in my butt and, you know, I get taken advantage of, you know, and, but I mean, I, I try to see the good in everybody, you know, and I try to, you know, Mm -hmm. be helpful to people, but that's the way I've always been. And, you know, so I don't know. It's, but, you know, I mean, I like my wrestling. I, I would personally right now, I get more enjoyment going to an independent wrestling show and watching that as compared to set and watching Monday Night Raw or SmackDown right now because the way things are going right now. I mean, it's like last night, you know, on Raw, Alexa Bliss, you know, she had a match with Asuka and it was like Asuka, she invited Asuka to her her playland or whatever she's doing it she was sitting on the swing and you know and do, being her little happy little self and then the match came up towards the end of the night between her and Oscar and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know how the fiend would pop up out of nowhere Alexa Bliss you see this black gothic looking lipstick on her face and these really evil looking eyes and she ends up yeah, being Oscar and then all and then all of a sudden her face pops back oh I'm so happy you know <laughs> just like, and that's kind of how Raw ended, you know. And it started off with Randy Orton wearing a mask, you know, and he's got like second or third degree burns on his nose and his face, and you know he's wearing mm-hmm. this mask, and you know, and it's just you know like I get more enjoyment watching an independent wrestling show right now than WWE, but that's just me, you know. So that is just yeah, I I hear you, Granny. I hear you. Sounds How are like, you, uh, Stro? You've lived a lifetime. Great. How you doing, Grady? And how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you, Matt? I can't complain. And even if I did, nobody oh. would listen or care. So, hey. Well, I would. I would. <laughs> I would listen and I would care. And I apologize. And I apologize because last week when you brought me on towards the end of the show. I didn't think Ray was still on, or I would have said hello to him, but I didn't think he was still on. So, Ray, if you're he was listening, very upset. I do apo- I do apologize for not uh, <laughs> talking, not talking to you, or not recognizing you last week. I do apologize because I honestly didn't know if you were still on or not when they brought me on towards the end of the show. So, if you're listening, Ray, Granny certainly does send her apologies. So, well, he's not listening and right Kathy now. And is Kathy here tonight? Is Kathy here tonight with us? Yeah, I'm here tonight, Hi, Kathy. Yes, I, I hope you're feeling better, dear. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, so. I am. Thank you. That's good. Um, Kathy, I learned but, I can get the vaccine this week because I'm obese. <coughs> um, are you sure you didn't have COVID yet? What's that? If you had COVID and you get the vaccine... Just yeah. a little FYI, you're going to feel like you had to flu for a few days. Oh, well, I'm not sure I'm going to get it anyway. I'm still mulling it over. Well, I don't really. I, 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 yeah. My second shot next week. Okay. 
I'm trying to decide. I was actually surprised that I qualify as obese, but I mean, I did, you know, put put on a little bit of weight. But <laughs> well, see, I had I had a fr- I had a friend here. I had a friend here in Arkansas oh, Matt, that got her first it, that Matt. got her oh, first dose. I, yeah, that she got her first dose of the vaccine, and she got very, yeah. very, very sick with, from the first dose. She had a really bad reaction yeah. to it. So I don't I, mean, I don't know I if a- I. I don't um, know if I want like, to get just, it. Like, I mean, I know I probably it, it, need to, but I don't know like, if I okay. want to. Like, okay, why why do we wear the mask? We wear the mask to protect ourselves, right? Correct. So why do we get the vaccine? To protect so ourselves. So eventually we won't have to wear the mask. Right, but if I get the vaccine, I shouldn't have to wear the mask. That's my argument. you got to wait two weeks after each shot until yeah. it helps. Yeah, but even then, like, I still have to put it on to go shopping. I still have to put it on to go anywhere. Yeah, because other people aren't getting the vaccine. But that's on them. Yeah, but but I also don't think they... Brady, you still have to protect yourself from the other people that that don't have the vaccine or aren't wearing a mask, or, you know, you still have to protect yourself. I'm just so, like I mean I don't know. I don't We have a very good we have a we have a very good friend that lives that lives on, down by Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I don't I I don't think they know yet if, if the vaccine prevents you like if you it, it, I think you like, can still the idea carry is it. this like yeah, you could still carry it and pass it to other people, possibly. And I think yeah. that's just not known yet because the vaccine hasn't been around that long. So I think that's why it is. So maybe, Honestly, yeah. and that's another. I think we're looking. We're looking at. I think we're looking at mask wearing until next year at some time. At some oh, point. Oh, honestly, yeah. That that's my thing. That's my thing. So <laughs> you got a new friend there. Who's that? <laughs> oh, this, that's mommy. Say hello, mommy. Oh, mommy. Okay. That's yeah. not, you sure that's not the Yeti? Yeti Jr.? Well, he's a distant cousin. Okay. <laughs> You've got to keep in touch. He's like, I am Yeti instead of I am Groot. Oh, yeah. Oh, Granny. He can dance, too. He, he's, he can get down. <laughs> this, this is the kind of stuff you can only get by subscribing to the VOC Nation YouTube account. Be sure to search for VOC uh, Nation Radio Network on YouTube, and, and you'll find this and all the other great programs on there as well. I believe that we're the second program to air video like this. So it's an exciting thing, Granny. And uh, thank you for calling tonight. Well, you're welcome. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you wonderful people. So. You too. You too. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care, Granny. Ah, Love you. That was great. Sure was. Yeah. That was great. That was riveting. Got <laughs> <laughs> right in the chat. How about that? It's <laughs> really cool, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying being able to look at you guys and and, and um, yeah, this is fun. This well, is every fun. Well, every so you, every so often you might see a cat behind me over here. <laughs> All okay, right. Look, yes. Oh yeah. How about that? Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. The heckler is on. 
So, uh, so, so Ray Bogus is joining us as well. Um, and and who do we who do we have here? Uh, <laughs> I thought that was Kenny Bowen at first. <laughs> so, for those of you listening, what you what you're missing is uh, I, you can't see video of me. I don't wish to be seen in any you know meaningful sense on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, I don't want people to see me, and I need I need just enough plausible deniability. And I think so, that looks that, like you, kind of. Oh, it does. It does. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't misunderstand. That definitely looks like me. But for those watching, uh, you see this week's avatar, and that's Happy Humphrey, the first okay. super heavy movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sparky! 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 Too. <laughs> hey, Sparky! Yeah, Matt, you're going to want to go back and watch this video. It's just chock full of interactive entertainment for your enjoying pleasure. Uh, I feel left out now. <laughs> Maybe Please next me, time call like that instead, that and at least you can. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 914-338-1885. So uh, what I want to do right now is we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, we'll get that out of the way, and then we won't take one for at least an hour. Uh, again, 914-338-1885. Uh, this is In the Room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we will be right back in a minute. This is a story of the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Diller, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling. 
with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. 
be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is a sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fist, Matt Grimm, and you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. We're on All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network at VOCNation.com, and uh, we are live. We're also live for the first time. Well, not live, but we're available on the VOC Nation YouTube channel as well. Check out all the great stuff that VOC Nation has to offer, editorials, videos, great podcasts, both live and on demand, uh, lots of great stuff from the last week. Gerald Briscoe was on with Briscoe and Big Ace. Be sure to check that out. Uh, we had, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, um, I can't think of her name. The, the, with the half of, half of a face painted, the, the fam- a women's wrestler. She was in the NWA and the AEW. Lo- Ro- Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa was, 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 was <laughs> I couldn't think of her name. I could see her face. And, and I could see her face. And uh, I, I just... Oh, she'd be cutting I, the Spanish from her, ready to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be kicking my punta, as they say. Ouch. <laughs> 914-338-1885. better this time. <laughs> yeah. And lots of great stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, Bill Abder was on uh, Wrestling With History last week, and he told this great story about the macho man wanting to kill him and Hulk Hogan having to step in and... And save his butt. So I, <laughs> I recommend checking it out. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, once again, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Before we dip into the callers, and I see they're uh, they're starting to line up now. Uh, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, with, with this Thursday night, WCW Retro returns on BCNation dot com at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and a topic of discussion for this Thursday night will be wrestling's. Giants, monsters, and attractions. So please join us this Thursday <laughs> night. And then this Friday night at uh, 12 midnight will be another edition of my hard sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. And Friday night's feature will be Toolboard, the great from the 50s. So please tune in. I like it. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, I got a freak show for you, Stro. If you're ready. All right. Uh, by the way, we're Let's talking great wrestling wrestling disappointments in your life as well tonight. Uh, so there's, there's two so ways to tie this in. There's two ways to tie this in then as I bring on uh, Rat Boy. What's going on, my friend? Nothing much. And uh, I want the steaks too today. Nothing, on honey. My Remember that commercial? Steak. Nothing, honey. I love that cereal. Nothing, honey, man. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, honey. What up, Biddle, honey? I like those. Right? Well, I, I went to go I see Dennis Baker today. Mm hmm. And they're saying that I might have my dentures before Valentine's Day. 
Woo-hoo. Exciting. What are you going to do once you get done? Right, yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm gonna go ask somebody out, and we're going to go get some of that T-bone steak. Is it better? I can't wait for, for the steak. Now, Rampley, when you say you're going That's to ask working. somebody out, when you say you're going to ask somebody out, do you mean a person or, like, another <laughs> a person, rat? A, a nice, a nice, sweet... Simple person. All right. Now, how old is this person? Didn't work. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Didn't she's. Work. I, think, I think she's in her 30s. I think. All right. All right. Rampley, I think you should go younger. You know, you're a you're a hip dude. Yeah. Look at I you, think look, you. Look at Mike. Look at Mike. Like he would go for like 19. Yeah, Rampo, yeah. you need to hit up, uh, hit, go hit up Temple University. No Robin mm-hmm. Cradles, though, Rampoy. No Robin okay. Cradles, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go hit up no, Temple. No, no, no. I don't um, have to go to Temple. I don't no. have to go to Temple. I, I, I could go right to Princeton University. Then may, I might have to pick up books. Oh, there. Princeton? Oh, what's wrong with Temple Girls? Come on. Yeah, Temple Girls are the best. Yes, yeah, serious. From West yeah, have you ever, yeah, haven't you ever read about the ancient Romans? The Temple Girls were tops. Who cares about Temple? Princeton's got the rich girls. That means they don't have to buy. They well, got to buy. True. Either they have the energy they, they might not be rich. That's and if they're true. smart, they're going to see right through you. Wait a minute. Uh, then, uh, well, they're going to see through them anyway because is translucent. Then, <laughs> that's true. Then uh, Brooke Shields go to hey, uh, that's, that, Princeton you know, That's University? how I came from his yeah. wife and coming to America. <laughs> so he listens to the barbers, and barbers tell him to go to like good places like churches and the Bliss, Miss Black America pageant. Yeah, that was <laughs> that. So, Boy, are you going to try to ask someone out at the Miss Black America pageant? No, I'm going to ask somebody in a couple weeks right here on the show. How's that? And maybe, you do, maybe you could do a duet with sexual chocolate. That'd be great. That you can like, record good. it and send it to us. Yeah. There you great. go. There you go. No, I'm not so, sure. Um, now. I'm, well, I'm he said he's going to ask someone out on the show. Um, I don't. I mean, I guess congratulate God. He almost. I hate to say this, but like, it, it, it's not Granny and it's not Kathy. Somebody else on the show. And Brady knows who it is. And Brady knows who so it is. God, so help you God, rap boy. If it's me, I'm going to scream. No. <laughs> it's your. It, it's uh. How could I put it? It's one of your ex ex girlfriends, maybe? Could I, put it I know. That way? I know. Oh, I'm trying Lord. to get you away from Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, this the, will the just one, be the, the one that was on the one that was on Channel Six News, laughing. I love her laugh. Her uh, um, you would probably love to chain her up and listen to her laugh in the basement. I can't wait for the 911 audio that's going to be produced. <laughs> so, are you planning to use like bungee cords or like duct tape or how how are you going to get her? Uh, don't worry about it. I'm going to try everything. Watch and see. But, but, I'm just watch it, it and learn I'm worried and see. about it. Put it that way. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Enough with these stupid Oh, Did, did you yeah. check out my, my picture that i done over the weekend of the skull? 
The Sugar no. Skull? No. No one check that out. Didn't see it. Well, check it out because I've done that. Took me. It took me four days to do it. Four days. Four days. Wow. Well, do. Wow. What? What did you, you do? Refine the sugar yourself? <laughs> Hubert Humphrey pops up. Four days. Wow. No, no, no. It's funny. Um, <laughs> wow. on a, uh, well, it's funny. Uh, uh, That's uh, how long it takes me to do well. <laughs> Oh my god! I went back. I went back to my one of my old hobbies, coloring and adult coloring books. Do you still churn butter, Rat Boy? What? I was just curious. You know, he seems more like a fudge guy to me. Do you ever? Do you ever stir fudge? Hey. No, you know what I used to do. You want me to really tell you what I used to do? Probably not. Probably not. Just like your trip where those kids were in, in the bakery. <laughs> and we legit does bakery. Now put your clothes back on no, my boy. Uh, <laughs> I used to okay make yeah pork roll, pork roll, bologna. Head cheese. You used to I make do, I used to make bologna? it on it. Did uh, you make I used to make that uh, it, it, it used to, it's called Zoffer's bologna. I used to work You're there. not just talking about pooping into pantyhose, are you? Because that's disgusting. No. Uh, no, I used okay. to make bologna. Right. I living. I just want to make sure. Right. Yeah, I want to make sure. Mine I used too. to make hot dogs, too, you know? Hot dogs, too, you know? How'd you make <laughs> hot dogs, that boy? Yeah, I was your hot You make scrapple? No. What kind of rancid armor <laughs> hot dogs? <laughs> Rapple, you ever lose part oh, of a finger that. when you're making your hot dogs? Yeah, somebody did. Uh, you know, and eventually somebody did that, that, in, that already. That, that was in a book I used to have when I was little called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. The guy lost <laughs> part of his finger making sausage for the children. And then he that figured out that they all like Somebody lost a half a finger inside the dough you of the You lost half your mind, son. And he had to throw wow. the whole thing out. I don't know. They had to throw out your whole mind? Right, the answer to... Um, <laughs> but, uh, can, can I have the raised question? Wow. <laughs> He's got an artificial mind. There, 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 there's a... Uh, <laughs> Two disappointments that I didn't it's actually, like. It's actually one above an Alexa. <laughs> what? No. Two, what? Two disappointments that I, I, don't, I didn't like in wrestling. Oh, okay. okay that, good. Look at him getting back on track. One of them like, happened, happened last year at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. All right. John Cena in the okay. team match. That was a stupid match okay. they were put. I was disappointed in that But you must think that, that as an all-time disappointment, though? Yes. Okay. See, I wouldn't because I didn't have high expectations. I felt like it wasn't a match, but I wouldn't say it was like an all-time disappointment. They said it was going to be a match, and they never had a match. They just had John Cena just acting goof, goofy off in his, all his uniforms and all, and he, trust me, he was in NWO like he's supposed to. You know that was a disappointment right there. I, I've got a I've got a better all time disappointment. I'm going to throw another one at you guys. Eleven uh, year old me 
thought Zeus was like the most amazing guy in the world. Like, uh, you know, that, that feud with Hulk Hogan and, uh, you know, everything that they did with Zeus in WWF. And, uh, when he came to WCW as the gangsta, I couldn't have been more excited. And it was like, it was a disappointment, Rapley. <laughs> That, there's no better way to put it. It was a disappointment. All right, and another disappointment is, like disappointment. okay. This call. It's about, <laughs> it's about, it is. It's about More disappointing this show right else here. The at the moment. All right, about yeah. this show right here. Another disappointment on this show right here, on the VOC mm-hmm. Nation, in the room, you try to get Sid. Yeah. I saw he, um, I saw Rob Feinstein had an issue with him this weekend too. He was supposed to do yeah. some sort of a virtual signing and he never Wow. Hold on, Kat. Hold on, Rapid. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Put your shock collar on. Go ahead, Kathy. Started last week. Uh he and Doug Gilbert were supposed to come in and they did have a legit flight problem. Yeah. Mm. And then Doug called me and said, you know, we're coming in, you know, let's go grab dinner. And then they changed his mind. He was afraid. He wasn't, he wasn't comfortable flying, but then I heard he wanted a first class ticket so he could be more spread out. And when they bought that, he still didn't come. Now he wants Rob to fly out there to do this signing out there. Yeah, I'd be like, we're just going to get Dan, St- Dan Spivey and say it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Dan Spivey. Not the way Dan looks anymore. <laughs> no, seriously. I just saw a picture of him the other day. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, uh, and I, re- I remember when Sid came up to, come up there to Rawway, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He never showed yeah. And the promoter gave out his telephone number. The promoter. The promoter. Yeah, the promoter. Mm-hmm. Gave out his telephone number, and everybody starts calling him up. Okay. Okay, he didn't show. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, like, from my perspective, we were supposed to have him on. And I went to do like a like a pre-show. Like I called him like a couple of days out just to make sure he was good. And I didn't have all the details for the independent show that I was supposed to be covering. So he didn't believe that I was legit. Or he's like, why aren't you prepared? And I said, because I'm just calling to make sure that you're going to do the interview. I didn't do all the pre-show prep yet. And uh, okay, I think that that's was the it. Same you know, he pulled me off. Do, and then I, I think, hung up on him. Because he started yelling at me, Kathy. So I hung up. And he called me back, and I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So I answered it, and I had to lie to him. I said that I got disconnected, and I apologized because I was terrified. I, I was absolutely terrified of the guy. But I, that was I a phone call that I could not week. wait to end. Hold on. That was a phone call that I could not wait to end because yeah. it's not worth it. It's not worth it, you know. We actually had a friend, Rapway. You remember, he used to. Crank called people, and he called Sid, and he does a really good Hulk Hogan voice. And he called him up, and he's like, Sid, it's Hulk, brother. And he's like, why'd you kick out at eight, man? You ruined my legacy. Because <laughs> apparently Sid is the only person to ever kick out of the leg drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I guess until I think The Rock did it, but for a long time, Sid was the only one. So, mm-hmm. and yep. and plus, I think that, I think that was the same time right, it yeah. happened when he played to come up here, but he never did. Oh yeah, the raw mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I think it happened mm-hmm. in the same couple mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. night, I want to get into the last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I thought we already did. If you if you mm-hmm. watch the video when Alexa Blitz do mm-hmm. the flame at him, okay, at Orton, mm-hmm. it, the flame hit his hit his cheek. Okay, why did he why did he held his forehead for? I don't know, Rap Boy. I'll tell you what. We're gonna let you go, and we're gonna talk about that very issue. <laughs> You know, that's crazy, though. You know, if you get hit somewhere, you get told where, where the spot you got hit at. Not you know what, damn The whole world is crazy, except for us. Here comes Kane. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I just want to wish uh, a little happy birthday to uh, Justin that calls in mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, he hasn't called in a while because he's a paranormal investigator now. And guess whose birthday yeah, is also? Our truth There you go. Well, happy birthday to him. And Justin. Oh, oh, can I break? Wait, before, yeah. before, before you let me go, I got I to say. <laughs> you have to say hi to Mr. T for us. Boy. I have to say something real quick. I nominate for the roast this year, no other than Ray Fulgish, for the roast this year. I nominate him today. All right. Today. All right. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That'd be fun. Take care. Love you, brother. I mean, it's not that, it's not that I wouldn't necessarily, like, be up for it, but if you're going to have a roast, shouldn't it be, like, someone people care about in any <laughs> meaningful sense? I say no offense. I mean no offense when I say it. But, yeah, I don't know that aside from a handful of listeners on here that – um we're going to be able to dig up a lot of people to roast you. Yeah. I mean, no one like it's not, come on, bud. Like, Hey, he's trying. Like if you listen to this show, you know, me, but like, you know, the roast needs to go beyond the show. That's like, like, exactly, you like, you were all, like all the wrestlers that go to conventions in the Northeast know who rat boy is. That was why we could get away with doing that. But it, it I don't think it would work with anybody else. We, I, I think it kind of died when I pitched the idea of doing Kathy to uh, Booker T and Stevie Ray, and they said absolutely not. So I, <laughs> I think that was kind of the end of the roast right there. Um. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably that probably was the end. Well, yeah, we talked a lot about this. We, we could roast and... somebody at some point. You know, we'll just it just yeah, it's got to be. It, it, it's, it's tough be... because. It's, it's got to be somebody that, and the only the only one in our back pocket is Stro. And uh, honestly, he's so nice. I don't think anybody's going to have a bad thing to say about him. I mean, I could lie. Like, <laughs> that's what it would be. That's what it would be. Ah, look at this Stro. He's a bad guy. He's. Not interesting. I can't get over the I can't get over the face that I'm looking at while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so I guess before we before we go back to talking about disappointments, not disappointments, the way Rappel's call was a disappointment. But, um, <laughs> Nothing disappoints disappointment. like that. So as a little treat for you guys who watch the YouTube show every week, there will be a different picture representing me instead. And uh, this week, to lead off, we are leading off with the first true super heavyweight in wrestling history, Happy Humphrey. And he was really big <laughs> in the 50s. Not Hubert Humphrey. No, not Hubert Humphrey. That's what I said not, earlier. Not Hubert, H., not Hubert H. Humphrey, not the Metrodome guy. <laughs> no, not, not him. Um, and he was, he, he actually was really ahead of his time um, as far as like fan interaction and kind of playing with the gimmick. They had a special car for him and he ended up losing a lot of the weight uh, for a long time in his life. And so he kind of yeah. just went away and you know, he probably, he ended up gaining all of it back. And so yeah. like he, he couldn't kind of be an old timer like in the, during the eighties boom. So, like, he kind of gets forgotten. I thought it was kind of a nice way to, you know, start. This. I like it. I like it. Yeah, maybe, I, I, maybe it, someone it, that's not always around. Not always he looks very around. lovable. He looks very love. Like Kenny Bolin. You know, at some point, Kenny Bolin gained so much weight that he just started to look like his own grandmother. And I say that lovingly. He did. He looked like his own grandmother. And that's how this guy is about at this point. Well, you know, he's, I think, you know, at one point, I think he was over 900 pounds. Um, oh, God. Was he one of the no, motorcycle guys? Guy. Was no, he one of the motorcycle, motorcycle guys? guys? No, so Happy Humphrey was. He was too happy. Like I said, 40, well, 40s, 50s, and then early 60s. The motorcycle guys are 70s. Okay. Motorcycle but wouldn't it have been something, wouldn't it have been something if they called him Happy Humphrey for a reason? And whenever he fell on somebody, it was doubly painful. <laughs> yes. I know, I'm goofy. 914-338-1885 is He's the really number. And, and the phone lines are wide open, by the way, right now. So we're, we're just kind of, what would you say? I guess we're free-balling it. That's yeah, probably yeah, not the right Yeah, we're free-balling. Yeah, we're free <laughs> Free ball. Sorry, Kathy. Um, you got to take that thing off of that hat. Why? <laughs> it's my mullet hair. I like pairing I'm this with a good lucha. I love, you know what I do? At Halloween, I grew a little mustache, and I wore this with a lucha mask. So I had a mullet and a mustache with a lucha mask. It was perfect. There you go. I don't understand why that's not just your everyday attire. I mean, Forget it. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, ideally, <laughs> one day I won't need it, you know? You know what I did? I did, a, I did a murder mystery years ago, Kathy, and it, the theme was 80s. So I wanted to have a glorious mullet. So that's what I, I went ahead and I, I got the uh, the headband with the... Cause it, it, I don't know. It looks like very 80s to me. Well, guys, this is Like Kona fun. Crush. It's been hysterical. <laughs> it, you, you leaving? Yeah, I. Oh no! Very mo- no more dirty jokes now. Uh, you can start without me. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Kathy. Good to talk to you. Good night, Ray. Good night, Good Jared. night, everyone. <laughs> good night, Kathy. Have a good night. Oh. Uh, you know, as we transition into the, uh, <laughs> I guess the blue portion of this program. The, the two the two hour lights out edition. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the two hour the two hours of lights out. 
You know, doesn't you know, she know that she's still oh. on? Okay, there we go. No, no, she's going. <laughs> you guys already fall asleep in of, front of the TV. Yeah. You guys already mentioned a lot of the bigger disappointments. Okay. Sort of, sort of in, in wrestling history. I want to give you an under-the-radar one. Well, okay. Like, maybe, maybe it's not necessarily like the big. It's certainly not as big as some of the disappointments that have been brought up, but it's definitely yeah. a missed opportunity. Sure. Do you remember when The Miz had the WWE title and he was feuding with the different legends? I remember Jerry did, Lawler. And they and they did and they did they did the they did the the angle with Lawler, which is what yeah. I was going to say they brought up. Yeah. And they did they did the ladder match for the title. Mm-hmm. The title had already changed hands so many times that. Like, it wouldn't have been devalued at all to sort of, like, kind of let us have that moment and let, you know, let, let Lawler get the belt down and, you know, you know, either have him drop it at, I think there was a pay-per-view in, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. Or, or even if you really wanted to, have him drop it the next week on, just have him drop it the next week on Raw in another match. And the fact that they didn't do that was really disappointing because... It, it was something you probably weren't going to be able to generate again, and there was no real nothing was really going to be derailed or devalued by doing it. And I mean, I think I think certainly of recently, that's one of the more missed opportunities, if for no other reason than it was a chance to do something unique and out of the box that you yeah. weren't necessarily going to be able to build to again. No, I do agree. I, I do agree. I felt like it was a missed opportunity. Uh, on a number of different levels, for sure. Um, I can remember arguing with Derek around that time about who was going to be more significant, Kofi Kingston or The Miz, when all was said and done with their careers. And I know that they tied in terms of world titles, and uh, they kind of both had about the same length of a kind of run at the top. I I never really considered the fact that uh, probably neither one would end up being that significant in the grander scheme. You know? you know, I would actually say at this point, um, I would say it's so hard to judge Kofi though, because sort of where does where does Kofi Kingston end and success through New Day begin? Well, that's the thing is, I thought he had kind of made that separation and then went back. It's weird. Um, I looked at it, and I'm curious what you guys think, but I looked at it like when WWE made the decision that we're going to separate Big E from these two and give him a little bit of a push and see where it takes him. Um, I looked at that as the official end of the Kofi Kingston experiment. You know, they, they basically see him as more of a sidekick guy, which is how I always saw him. He is. I mean, I mean realistic, because they tried, remember they tried doing angry Kofi Kingston? Yeah. Yeah, and that that didn't really work. And then they tried doing champion Kofi Kingston, and this is nothing against Kofi, who I think is actually a very very talented wrestler. But um, he just was his strengths play better as a sidekick, or at the very least, with a partner. Yeah. 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 And you know, so Miz, I guess Miz might be might end up going down as like nominally 
more important just because he. Let's say when you think of Miz, I don't think of Miz and Morrison anymore. No, I mean at this point, Morrison is his sidekick. I mean they they could have put the money in the bank thing on Morrison and they didn't, and they didn't for a reason. It's because uh, Miz gets more heat, and Miz is a. Uh, Miz is the guy that's been there year after year, you know. It's almost like a way of giving back to him as he's in his late 30s now, you know. it's uh, I, I, To me, it made sense. I, I think that um, if you had to split them up, I think John Morrison would take significantly more rehabilitation to become a main eventer, whereas, like, the Miz, I think, is almost there. He just doesn't win enough. I think that's probably right. And the thing with Morrison, too, is if you think back to that first sort of, if you think back to that first sort of tenure on SmackDown, which really kind of ended up being the high point of his career. Sure. Um, he was, he never was a guy that was going to generate heat. He was, or, or really even generate cheers. He was, he was a guy that was there and he was very good at performing, but like, you didn't quite, there wasn't anything, if that makes any sense, and I'm not trying to, because I'm not trying to be insulting. Right. But there wasn't anything there. I, I listen, I agree. I agree. Now, I don't know that I would qualify either of them as a disappointment, per se, but I understand what you're saying. Oh, no, I don't think either of them is a disappointment, if for no other reason that I... When you split them up, I mean, did anyone really have high expectations of them? When they split up Miz and Morrison, you're talking. Yeah, that first time they split them up, I mean, wasn't... Because I seem to remember coming on this show. Yeah, wasn't Morrison on his way out of the company at that point? Yeah, I mean, when he split split them up, you kind of knew Morrison was on his way out, and nobody had any expectations for the Miz, if anything... Well, you know, his, his significance is probably still, you know, up in the air and debatable. You know, Miz almost can't be a disappointment because when you split them, your expectations for him were so low yeah. that essentially if he managed to live, he was succeeding. I, I remember um, the in-person. We had the in-person PWI 500 meeting that year with the Miz. And um, most of the room wanting to go with John Cena and me being very adamant that, like, this was the Miz's year. I mean, he won tag team intercontinental heavyweight gold. They built to him all year. Uh, He won the money in the bank. He cashed in the money in the bank. He won the title. Um, Regardless of how you feel about how he won it, that's a situation that you created where now you kind of have to accept the money in the bank cash in as, like, Beginning of a legitimate reign, especially when you start doing it with baby faces as well. So now you got Edge, you got CM Punk doing it, and it's like, you know, all of a sudden, it's not just like a cowardly thing to do. It's taking advantage of the rules. And yet, same as in the NFL, if you lose your quarterback, well, you, you know, you exploit the backup quarterback because that's what the opposing team is going to do. They're going to exploit the guy that's out. And it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's cowardly, but that was my whole argument the whole time is like Miz played within the rules 
And he had a damn good year that year. I think it was 2011 or 2010 or something like that. It might have been 2012. Right around that time. Yeah. And, like, and you can't even say, like, oh, well, he won every match by cheating or whatever. Because when Ric Flair was winning all those 80s, you know, all those uh, matches of the year in the 80s, was he doing that with absolutely no help from anybody? No. No, no he, he had a lot of Right, he was working with some of the, one of the deepest talent benches in the history of wrestling. Yeah. So when you when you when you look at the actual number of people, you go through you go through Flair's career. Yeah. Uh, particularly pre Monday Night Wars, Ric Flair's career. Um, I mean, the the people that he was having matches with, you, know, you forget that he was having matches with Doctor Death. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. like, hey, would you like to wrestle against, you know, like, like literally the strongest group of wrestlers we could pull from the Hall of Fame. Oh, no, no, I don't want to do that. My career would be anything then. Like, no, like, that, would be, that would be ridiculous. You mentioned another thing, sort of jarred my memory of like, something that ended up being a disappointment, and it was a disappointment because Vince didn't take the risk that he would have needed to take, and it's particularly a shame that he didn't take it because there was virtually no doubt that. Okay. <laughs> if, you'll think, if you'll think back to 2011, when CM Punk won the title at Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then took off. <laughs> he left. He left. Went to Ring of Honor. Wasn't the, wasn't the <laughs> better angle to have him leave for like months, then return, and have like a have like a title versus title unification match. I I think I mean listen, from a fan's perspective that would have been the most interesting thing, but I think from a company perspective, uh and Stro, maybe you could even like have insight into this, but I feel like when you let your champion leave and do interplay in other places, all you're doing is giving your fans an opportunity to go see other products besides your own. That's how I felt about it. Well, I'm not a, a fan of, uh, per se, having a, a champion go to another promotion and and belittle their their champion. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's all about business, and you're supposed to do a good business wherever you go and, and, and make money wherever you're with. And if, uh, yeah, yeah. And if the purpose... It's just just bury a company and and just to get someone over. I mean, that's that's not business. I mean, that's 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 ignorance actually. Because I mean, this you know we're all in this thing to make money in the business, yeah. and you can't make any money if you bury a co- whole company and their champion with with another guy, another promotion. Oh, for sure. So like, and that's part of what I think made it a disappointment is that like, if you were going to have him. If you're going to have him take the title and leave, why not have him not wrestle anywhere? Have him have him be places in the media where he can be seen saying, No, look, I'm the champion. Take take advantage of the tools around you. No, I don't want him going to you know, I don't want him going to Ring of Honor and belittling the the, the champion of Ring of Ring of Honor or going to Dragon Gate and belittling belittling, you know, whoever's whoever's sort of, you know, the fox for Dragon Gate. 
know, it just it seemed it seemed like keeping him away and turning it into more of a media and dispute angle might have might have been better. And I guess it, it's disappointing because you know, if you look at that from the perspective of a fan, not that I normally do that on this show. Yeah. But like it's it's disappointing that they didn't want to take that risk. And and you know what you're you're right. Uh, and again, from a fan perspective, it would have been much more exciting had he shown up on Ring of Honor and defended the title there for a couple weeks, uh, as opposed to um, what they did do, which I think was take like what like one week off, and then he returned before he returned on the same night where they crowned the champion in the tournament, <coughs> if I remember correct. Excuse me. It was, I mean, it was it was very very close. Yeah, and and after that impassioned speech and everything, the whole thing just came off as so baloney. You're right. I I do agree. It was a disappointment from a fan's perspective for sure. I don't know. Definitely. It was uh, <laughs> it was definitely disappointing. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're going to bring like, on. I'm never, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you're fine. I was no, just going to say we're bringing on Derek. Uh, I was saying this that um, because you know, you know, when angles like that happen, it never lasts. And then, like, yeah, what it, the people that got buried, you know, they have to start all over again to get themselves more established again. Yeah, because they just had some guy come in and just run rough shot over all of them and. And now they got, you know, the, the safe face with their fan base. Yeah. For that particular promotion. And it, CM it, Punk it, ran down everybody. Yeah. He really did. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, so we're bringing on Derek McDonald, who um, hasn't been on in a while. Derek, uh, tonight, I, first of all, I hope you're doing well. Uh, we're talking about disappointments in wrestling. Uh, just like grand things that you have in your head that just don't work out the way you think. And Ray brought up CM Punk winning the title and walking out of WWF or WWE. Um, and, and like from a fan perspective, that was definitely disappointing. He was gone for like two weeks and then he was back as if like none of what he said meant anything. Well, first of all, I hope everybody's doing well. I apologize for my absence. Work has been kicking my ass and I've been getting on late. But um, in, in terms of angles that are disappointing, I, I'm going to come in hot, and people are probably going to get upset. It's a current angle oh, no. that's happening now. It's a, it's a current angle that's happening now. I don't see how the AEW Impact relationship helps Impact. Um, I don't. Thank you. I don't see. It's I don't just see a talent rate. Yeah, I don't see how because they they have two world champions in Moose and, and Rich Swan. Um, they make Kenny Omega, the outside guy, look like the bigger star. He pinned their champion at their pay-per-view last week. Uh, Tony Khan's on the TV show every week saying how bad they are and he might buy the company because they're, they're losing money and blah, 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 this and that. And in my head I'm going, how is this helping impact at all? They're burying all your talent. If you put the title on Kenny Omega, he beats your champion. None of your guys look credible. Like, I just is, saw is Don tonight, Callis an owner? I don't no, even I know enough about their structure anymore. Me I think he's just like, like I, an employee. Because, like, if it were his company, I would say he's probably looking to have a merger at some point and, and, and cut his losses. 
Um, but I have no idea. I'm, I'm assuming he's not financially tied in. I, I really haven't kept track of that structure since since Dixie left, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't so I, I was just, um, yeah. I know pe- people go, it's amazing, and it's putting eyes on impact, but do you really want those eyes on your product if you're looking like a Bush League compared to AEW? I'm not sure I want people to see me in that light. When it's funny because when um, you know, as much as people bash WWE or WWF at the time, when they did that, that ECW invasion in 1997, they did everything they could to make those guys look incredible. Yeah, they really did. Like when they yeah. came on Raw, they took over, and it was like that became the segment that you had to see. And they, they put everybody over. They even had, like, you know, Taz go after Jerry Lawler. Like, it was just the entire thing top to bottom was great. And from the ECW end of it, I didn't think they did so good. I mean, they had the Jerry Lawler appearance in the arena. That was a memorable moment. But if you remember, like, who did they send? They sent friggin' Zip. I love Tom Pritchard. I do. But, like, the name that he had created in the WWF, he wasn't Tom Pritchard. He was Zip. They sent Zip to ECW to get destroyed. And that's their answer? Yeah, and and, and not They didn't even send Chris Candido. I know, and if you remember, they aligned Jerry Lawler with with Sabu and RVD, and, you know, when they had the match against Tommy Dreamer and those guys, if I'm I'm remembering correctly, Jerry Lawler didn't go over. Like, he he lost to the ECW guys (laughs) on the ECW show. That's what's supposed to happen. Right. But, uh, and that, I mean, that was, like I said, that was a memorable feud. It was a memorable moment. But in terms of WWF representation, they made it like Jerry Lawler went on his own. Who did WWF yeah. send to depend, defend their honor? It was Zip. <laughs> and, and that's you not who you want to send. No, not at no. all. No. And, and I heard, Tom like, uh, if you're going to do that. I, I heard a media call with Triple H, and this is right when the impact. AEW stuff happened, and they, they asked Triple H, like, hey, because you see WWE working with any of the companies, and he said something that brought me a lot of sense. I saw that. And he said, he said, yeah, if it makes sense for both, you know, if it makes good business sense for both of us, which yeah. is absolutely true. I, I think Impact was just, they just wanted people to talk about them. They wanted to be cared about so much again. They just agreed to whatever AEW, you know, wanted to do, and it's making them look like, it's making them look like a Bush League thing. Am, am I the only person, uh, by the way, 914-338-1885, the phone lines are wide open if you guys want to jump in on the discussion. Uh, we'll get you right on. Uh, am I the only person that thought it would be hilarious if the WWE somehow worked out a deal with New Japan and just oh. circumvented everything that AEW oh. and, and, and Impact wrestlers are trying to do? Because half that talent roster went to those places thinking they're going to have the opportunity to work in Japan when it opens up. Maybe not half. You know, half of impact for sure. Yeah. That's funny. I'll tell you what. There's another. There's another thing to this that we haven't even gotten to yet. Is that? What's that happening? All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, um, you know, you guys are right. It makes this this entire thing makes no sense from a TNA perspective. Right. This doesn't make sense from an AEW perspective either. Nope. Why are you taking up? Why are you taking up time to do this to 
it would be one thing if this were if TNA were like a legitimate viable promotion that yeah. you know you were who you were competing against and boy isn't it boy isn't this making both people look good and wow that AEW that talent is really strong this would be a good promotion and that, you know we, we should invest some time in watching this yeah yeah but like this would be like if I was this would be like if I was playing basketball against a six year old. And but it doesn't this isn't is doing anything for them. Like if you're if you're AEW and you want somebody on DNA. I used to love playing with my six year old cousin. <laughs> like both, I'd be like freaking Rob Gronkowski out there catching everything. Like. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm you just, you just post it up, dunk it on him. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. That's if good memory. AEW, how, do you, how the hell do you not have enough confidence in your own talent that you can't just say to these TNA guys, hey, come on, come work for us. Come yeah. work for us. Mm-hmm. Come be on our show. Yep. You don't need TNA. First off, nobody needs TNA. Derek it, and I declared TNA dead years yes. ago. Did, did you read about where they're willing to add another hour to AEW? Oh, right? oh, God. Oh, I can't I catch up today. with it now. Oh, man. Why? Listen. Why? I, they have a sweet spot. TNA hasn't done one thing right since they changed their name to Impact Wrestling. Like, they should just go back and pretend it's 2009 again. And you know, they really if this was, they really should. If this, <laughs> this would have been a perfect relationship if this was the version of TNA that had Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and all those guys who could put on great matches yeah. and actually brought something. But at this point, and like I said, I like Rich Swan, but Rich Swan is your world champion. It's like, come on. <laughs> you know, it's... It, 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 you're talking about Rich Swan. I, I mean, no, and no offense to these guys, but you're, you're talking about Rich Swan. You're talking about Sammy Callahan. I mean, who else? Falabala. Like, I mean, like, who who are you talking about that they have that's like, you know, they they had Evan Bourne or uh, Matt Seidel. I'm sorry, uh, they had yeah. Matt Seidel, and he jumped to AEW before this began. And and you know, you're doing the Bullet Club thing, and it's like it's 2021. Like this, are there no new ideas out there? You know, and I think the only reason they're doing the Bullet Club thing is because they want you to think New Japan is coming in. And from what I saw with Meltzer, New Japan still doesn't want to have anything to do with either one of these companies because they're pissed at how Cody and the Bucks left New Japan, and they're still mad yeah. at how TNA booked you know their guys and they let TNA hold their guys. So it's like, I, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. But like no, said, you're right. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of people giving the middle finger <laughs> to people. So there's nothing more I would love than for Vince to, you know, walk on TV and shake hands with the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling. That'd be, be amazing. Be amazing. Be like, now you guys can be seen in prime time <laughs> on the WWE Network. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, that's some good shit, as they say. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I know the impression's bad, but I'm I'm fading. Uh, it's uh, you know, it, it's funny. I I almost feel like that entire AEW Impact thing was entirely just to make Kenny Omega seem more important than he is. Yes. That really is the only yes. reason that all that that all this has been done. 
and and I'm not one of these guys who think like your world champion has to be this big guy and he has to be a bodybuilder. But if you look at Kenny Omega and if you turn on mm-hmm. SmackDown and you look at Roman Reigns or if you turn on Raw, Raw, which is a terrible show, but if you turn on Raw and you see Drew McIntyre, Kenny doesn't look like he's in the same class as those two guys. Now, in the ring, he's amazing. But if you're a casual fan and you look and you see him and you see Roman Reigns, you're like, wow, there's no way they're both world champions. I know. I know. You know. The thing is, the thing is with Kenny Omega, and and I like Kenny Omega. Yeah, I do too. But like, but like, if you if you're a dumb, and I remember, I was actually, I actually watched, I watched him win the title, and I remember thinking, this is really nice. Wow, they're gonna have to put a lot of work into him for a world champion. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, if you're AEW. I mean, Brady, I think you're right. I mean, you're doing you're doing all this TNA stuff that makes no sense and doesn't benefit your company. In order for, to help Kenny. It's for Kenny. Yeah, because the girls with the brooms just isn't enough. But like, for that why, intro. Why not? This should if you were going to do this, this idea that none of us seems to think was a particularly good idea. But if you were going to do this idea, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you build Kenny Omega first, then have him come in and win the title? Like, like it's it's an off. You're doing it bad. I don't know. Why you don't build your champion? Your champion builds other people. I mean, if if I had the book, I would do like a ten hour super show with Impact and AEW. And I would have Cody run Cody Rhodes run the gauntlet and beat everybody on both rosters. And it was in ten hours. All in one show. They do, they, just, they do do that. They just spread <laughs> out the show throughout the week. Yeah. And it's nuts because as big as a star they want Omega to be, and I think he could be if yeah. they put energy into him, Cody still seems yeah, like he's gonna be building him. him on the show. It's like Cody still seems like yeah. he's the superstar of the show. You know, you know for a fact, before they do Cody and Sting, they're going to have Cody beat Kenny Omega for that title. I, get, I know he said he wouldn't with the stipulation. They'll find their way around that. And it's, That's what this and is going for. Cody and Sting for the title. This is nuts because I thought Hangman could have been that guy. I, I thought you build up Hangman, have him be the guy to beat Yeah. He's a drunk, though. They put him him in a drunk. He's a drunk. (laughs) He was was Kenny Omega's drunken taxi partner for the first year of the company. He looks like Happy Humphrey now. No, that's Jericho. No, I shouldn't say that. I apologize, Chris. He'll be coming after me. I'll have him and Taz coming after me online. That's right. I love them both. I'm just playing. It's the price of trying to be entertaining all the time. And if you're speaking of Chris at some point he has to like wake up and go, My job here is done, right? Like he has to realize he's done all he can do. But who knows? Yeah, I mean when it's ready for when it's time for the Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure he'll be long done with AEW by that point. Unless creatively he wants to get involved there behind the scenes. Yeah. And and that would be a shame because I think he has a lot of ideas that could benefit WWE with a much better talent base. 
I mean, look what Daniel Bryan's doing on SmackDown. He's he's like single handedly saved like Apollo and Nakamura and Cesaro. All these guys, you know. It, it's become the number one show in the last couple months. It's so good. It's so much better than Raw. It's like a super company. And it's competitive. Like the wins and losses mean something, you know. It's it, the yeah. whole thing, top to bottom, is just so much better than it was. Yeah. Uh, before Daniel Bryan took over, it was basically a two-person show with Sasha and Bailey. That's a little carrying it, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So I see it's um. About 10.30 here on the East Coast. And uh, we are going to cut the phone lines off at 11. So if you guys want to call in before 11, we'd love to have you. Again, 914-338-1885. What I want to do is I want to uh, take a real quick commercial break. And on the other side, we'll continue this discussion. We'll talk some more uh, disappointments and uh, maybe take some more callers, hopefully. This is In the Room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we will be right back. This is a slipster, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can resume. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's 
WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is a slipster, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing All right, uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network at vocnation.com. I'm, I'm going to ask our uh, YouTube producer, Bruce Wirt, to uh, kind of flash the, the time, the day, and the phone number so we can get all new callers at, because I just can't wait to talk to all of you guys. 914 338 
1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, we are having a great time talking about wrestling disappointments and, and all different kinds of stuff here and there. And uh, we have a caller in the queue, which is uh, – it's been a very slow night, so I get excited over this kind of stuff. Uh, you might call me a, a happy Humphrey in a way because I, I, I get excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm also joined, of course, by uh, Stro Maestro and, and Ray Bogus. And like I said, uh, we're talking disappointments. Uh, one disappointment, by the way, that I didn't even mention before we kick it to Tora – is um, Randy Orton with that mask. Um, I really expected, like, him to morph into Mr. Wrestling with a burnt nose. You know? I, I just, it would have been amazing. And um, I got the feeling like they just found the thing laying in somebody's bag and they're like, here, put this on. Um, I don't know. The whole thing is kind of silly, I guess. I don't know. In any event, it was cool to see Randy Orton in a mask, and I wouldn't mind it if he kind of went crazy for a couple months and wore a mask. I just wish that it was a little more creative of a mask. Yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe he could do a remake for Nacho Libre. That would be great. <laughs> Run for the border, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Tora. Hey, Tora, what's going on, honey doll? Tora? Tora? Under the sea. Tora? Academia, Arturo. We're going to have a forfeit here. Five. Six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, Tora's counted out. Oh, well. Thanks anyway, Tora. See, it's my fault. I asked her to call in. It's my fault. Yeah, I, I asked her to call in, but I didn't tell her to talk. So that was, that was, that was, that's my bad, as they say. Uh, See, yeah, that's, that's the lack of planning on, uh, on your part. <laughs> we'll go back to her. We'll go back to her. I'm, I'm sure she'll message me and say put her on. Yeah. Where do you think she is when when that happens? Because she can't always be at the bar. I, I think she is always at the bar. That see that's that's. Should we do like an intervention? No. No, because have you ever talked to her sober? No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was bad. <laughs> uh, FML. FML. Yeah. Tora. Tora, are you there? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, here. There she is. Hi, Tora. Tora, Ray hey. wants to do an intervention. I told him, you don't need none of that. No, I don't. Now. All right. How well, you, I'm sorry. How, how you doing? I'm doing great. Now, Tora, where are you? I'm in a bar. Okay, I figured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's the drink of choice tonight? Lemon and Sprite. 
Urban and Sprite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's not what? I, yeah. I mean, those are those are two things that you could put into a cup together. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Tor, I'll be honest. You yeah, you could have said shoe polish, and I would have been like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody likes it because you turned your tongue black. Right. Tori, did I just hear someone in St. Louis say to go out past the ocean? No. Okay. I I know. Okay. Well, no, you can lie okay. in. Tori, you're you sending know, me pictures of Randy Orton. Florida, and his face isn't burnt. Did you take that picture? No. Okay. No, I didn't take that picture. How do you know it wasn't before the accident? Yeah. It was found on Facebook. Yeah, but it could have been before the accident. I exaggerated on it. been. Yeah. Especially since it's dated. Oh yeah, January seventeenth. Yeah, it's dated January seventeenth at ten twelve p.m. So yeah, no, I guess it was after the accident, unless the date is wrong. Right. This is fun, Tor. We should get you to call in more. Oh, I will. I didn't forget about you. Okay. You know, Tori, it's funny because everybody else forgot about us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. The only... Did they tell you why they don't like us anymore? Uh-oh. Can you ask them why they don't no. like us? I no? can. You can. Yeah, please do. Because I, I bend over backwards to talk to people. And I'm so yeah. nice to everybody. I, I think, Ray, don't you think it's if nothing, I'm always nice? It's true. You, you're, and you're always telling me to be nicer to the callers. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, I have them. Yeah, because they're not calling in. When they do call in, and I, you know, how, okay. many weeks in a row, <laughs> how many weeks in a row do I have to say, that John from Rhode Island, if you're out there, I want you back. I don't think he wants back. I know. I, know. I miss him. I'm like a bad promoter now. I'm running down fans that choose not to come to my show. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Tor. Tor, tonight we're talking about wrestling disappointments. Is there anything that happened in wrestling that really disappointed you? When... When Jordan had burned the fiend. That disappointed you? Yeah. Why? Because the fiend is a good guy. Well, I know. He's not a bad guy. Randy Orton's a bad guy. Yeah. So, so wouldn't you be disappointed in the fiend if the fiend did it? Because he's a good guy. You expect the bad guy to do it. Mm-hmm. What you don't expect is for the good guy to sneak attack the bad guy and get him back, mutilating him. 
before one of the biggest matches of his career. That's not usually what you get from the good guy. No, I would say that's uh, it's definitely <laughs> not traditional. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know. Tori, are you helping book it? Are you helping book the show? No. Okay. Yeah, Brady, when you asked me, I thought you meant like, oh, like Pizza Hut Bucket? Yeah, I thought you meant like Pizza Hut Bucket. Oh, I meant Pizza like, Hut Bucket. Oh, God, I was good, man. We got a lot. I'll tell you, I was good at reading. We got a lot of pizza. And as good as I was at reading, do you remember how they did the five-minute pizzas? You put the timer out, and you had to, it, it, it had to be out in five minutes or less or it was free. Um, I... I used to eat them in under five minutes. I would leave the timer there, and and I had to pay double if I didn't get it done in five minutes. Okay. And I always won. I'll tell you what. My um, my parents were real troopers. Because I mean, my my brother and I both every month we'd be scoring we'd be scoring a book of coupons. I never and read so much in my life. And they would and they would take us every time, even though like now as an adult I understand what Pizza Hut does to your body. And um I, I, I you know, I think about that. Like that like they were real soldiers. Soldiering through all that pizza. Yeah. Boy, you eat Pizza Hut? Yep. You know what I missed? They took it off the local menu, uh, the cheese garlic bread. That stuff was like white pizza on Texas toast. It was amazing. Mm. So good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you do book it when you were little? No. So, here's the thing. I'm having a, a party on February 28th. Right. Are you doing a book it party? Birthday party. Okay. And I'm celebrating my birthday on the third. My my birthday is really on the third, but I'm just having it the twenty eighth. Third of February? Yeah. Okay. You see my girlfriend's is the fourth, so I can remember that really easily. That's mm-hmm. great because now that I know that Tour's birthday is on the third, I'll always remember Kelly's birthday. Yeah. There you go. That's a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> That's a totally healthy thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, Tora. This has been fun. This is so fun. My favorite who? Chicken. Your favorite chicken place? Lee's Chicken. Lee's? Lee's, all right. I never heard of that. There's a Lee's Hoagie House near here. I wonder if they make chicken where you are. Chicken hoagies. It's it's located off of Keys Highway in Chippewa. Chippewa, okay. Chippewa favorite. Yeah, I got it. Chippewa zone. Chippewa, Missouri zone. It's a Chippewa. Yeah. 
to where I'm, I like, um, I like Chick-fil-A and I like Popeye's and I ain't getting into a whole debate about it because I like them both. Yeah. That's the problem, Tori, is I like almost everything. Except for Arby's. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a front for drugs because I don't know who eats there and it's always packed. Yeah. Granny Hulkster's the only person that ever admitted to me that she eats Arby's. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, Arby's has the Andes mint chocolate shake. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. It's on the way. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 well, the Andes, those are those little mint candies that you sometimes find on your pillow at like a hotel. Okay. I like Andes, so. Yeah, those are solid. Like, I like hitting those when I leave, like, a fancy restaurant. They always give you, like, mm-hmm. a pile of Andes. Oh, yeah. That's that's uh, that's something, right? You don't have to go to a fancy restaurant. I mean, you can just buy them at the store. I know. I like to buy a... <laughs> I like to buy filet, filet mignon before I get my Andes mints. <laughs> oh wow alright Tora it's been real I love you honey it's been, it's been real something please um please if you talk to people tell them that I love them and I'm sorry for whatever I did and I want them to call back <laughs> and I love each and every one of them equally mm-hmm. well not equally but I love each and every one of them well <laughs> I like most of them alright Tora take care all right. You all right, honey? All right. Yeah, I'm all right. all right. Okay. Tour, one last thing before you go. Tell Stro, flip himself upside down. He's upside down. <laughs> Tour, yell it. Say, Stro, get your head upright. There you go. <laughs> all right. right all right. Have a bourbon and Sprite on me. <laughs> Well, that was some bourbon and Sprite. Yeah. Don't you? Now, I I like to just drink my hard liquor on the rocks, but like for Sprite, don't you want to put a clear liquor in? You would think. That's the idea. Yeah, you, like bourbon and Coke, like, I could see that. Yeah, like for Sprite, I would think you'd want to choose like gin, vodka, or like a white rum. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the screwdriver. That's my uh, wedding drink. It hits hard, and uh, it tastes good, and it goes down smooth. And then when you start belching, you're belching orange juice, which is That's one of the better ones. It's true. I'm going to tell you that they have champagne in a can, and that has really become is that golden anniversary uh, brand. No, no, but like okay. there's, there's, there's a wide variety of, okay. uh, of brands. Now, I go straight to the Andre. Okay. Um, uh, it, I, I got to tell you, it hits the spot. It really does. Sounds good. It, it, it does. I think that is probably better than Sprite and bourbon. <laughs> what kind of bourbon do you think she drinks? Um... 
I would imagine bottom shelf, whatever they have. See, I used to date, I used to date a girl who was a real train wreck, and she used to. Oh, they're the best. And and she drank a lot of Jim Beam. Yeah, that, so, that ain't the best. Yeah, I um, I feel like that's probably like, if that's not exactly it, I feel like Tora's in that area. Yeah. I feel like Tora's definitely in the Jim Beam area. I, I would say, I mean, I wouldn't call her a train wreck, but I would imagine we're not always using the tracks. I think no. that's safe to say. It's more like I a trackless trolley. It goes wherever the cable will let her. Yeah, I know. That, that wasn't nice. I'm not even sure what that means, quite honestly. Well, I think we hit a wall. <laughs> I think I think we have to. This might be a good time. This might be a good time to do proper's and get out of dodge. I, I'm thinking <laughs> so. I'm thinking so, and, and it'll certainly make it easier to clean this stuff up in post. Uh, not that we do a lot of editing, but uh, you know what? It'll also be nice to uh, to get some sleep tonight. Uh, so mm-hmm. anyway, Ray, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, to plug for this week? So I do. I have a delightful shaving product that I have discovered uh, it's from a company called Popeye's Barbershop. And if you are the kind of person like me that has an entire forest of steel wool growing on his face, <laughs> um, and you are tired of having to purchase a new razor every time that you shave, uh, I would very seriously recommend uh, checking them out. But I have no like entertainment things. Like I just have, I just have like unsolicited advertisement plugs this week. So I, um, I guess, I guess that goes to Stronex because he has actual things to plug. Stro, what do you got going on this week, brother? Uh, well, I mentioned earlier in in the podcast uh, this Thursday night, WWE Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Uh We'll be talking about wrestling's giants, monsters, and attractions. And then Friday night on the Stro Zone on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro, um, the feature at midnight Eastern Standard Time will be Toeboard a Great from the 50s. I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to In the Room this week right here on VOCNation.com. Don't forget to check out the special video version available on the VOC Nation Radio Network YouTube account. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Uh, Bruce Work behind the glass, by the way, running things, taking care of things for us. Uh, thank you, Stro. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Ray, Derek, uh, Matt Grimm. Uh, the entire everybody has just been top-notch helping me with this thing, and I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, that's about it. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Check out all the other great shows available on VOCNation.com. And we will talk to you guys next week. Much love. Be safe. Bye-bye.